Hello, welcome to Doha Time, a weekly podcast about human rights in Myanmar. Brought to you by Frontier Myanmar in association with Foundation here on Doha. This week, in honor of International Women's Day, we take a look at the role women are playing on the front lines of the protest movement in Myanmar. We have not been able to contact her since her arrest. I'm worried about her well-being because she has started to suffer from kidney problems recently and has missed her hospital appointment. We have been sending essential items for her since March 4. Authorities said they would inform us if she is not here at insane prison. They have not yet called us back. It has been seven days since her arrest. We are worried about her because she is a woman. There is also reports of sexual harassment in prison. That's Ma Tira. Her 20-year-old sister was arrested while protesting against the military regime. She was detained in Yangon's North Okalapa Township on March 3rd and hasn't been seen since. Matira has been sending food and essential items for her sister every day to Insane Prison. With anti-military regime protests spreading all over Yangon, protesters are now being detained every day. When relatives can't find their loved ones at local police stations, they go to Insane Prison. Lawyers sit outside the prison every day, offering free help to protesters and their families. They say they've seen girls as young as 14 being held there. In some cases, parents have no idea where their daughters are and they have serious concerns for their safety. Every day, they gather outside the prison, asking lawyers questions and hoping they'll be able to get their children out. One of the men sitting outside recently was Uza U. He told us he serves as a lieutenant in Myanmar's military, and he was there to send food to his two detained daughters, aged 18 and 21. I have told my daughters that they might be detained at least, or get shot and injured or die. If they are to tell the truth and stand up for what they believe in, they are free to do what they want as long as they can face those three things. They were detained on March 3. If they are lucky enough to be released, they will continue their fight against the regime, and I would also ask them to continue fighting too. There are accusations that authorities have manhandled young women during their arrest. Da May Sebir Piu, director of the Gender Equality Network, criticized the indecent arrests of these female protesters. Girls were forcibly arrested in such a way that their clothing was lifted up and laundry exposed. And there is considerable visual evidence of policewomen slapping the detained female's protectors. Miek resident Ma Tutu said she was beaten while detained. One group of police and soldiers came in from the front door, and another group came in from the back door to arrest us. As they came in through the front door, we ran to the back door. The second group that came in through the back door fired rubber bullets to us. A girl was hit four times, twice on her neck and twice on her cloth. They asked us to sit down. As the girls were at a loss out of fear, a soldier pushed a girl and hit her with a rifle butt. The 15-year-old girl had her head split open. 
Then a soldier smashed a cell phone off a girl as the phone rang that time. And he also kicked her with a military boot. And police also kicked the sitting girls. Ma Tutu was released after signing an agreement with the police that she would not participate in future protests. But she told us she would continue to join anti-military regime protests anyway. There have been reports on social media that girls being held in Myanmar prisons have been sexually harassed, though lawyers and others who have been released say they haven't heard of such incidents. The Watan has not been able to confirm these reports independently. What is undeniable is security forces' brutality and lethality when it comes to detaining protesters, including women. This has not deterred young women like Ma Papa from taking to the streets. To tell the truth, I'm afraid with police and soldiers at my heels in tear gas walk. I don't want to be arrested because they lock up, torture, and kill us. On the other hand, I don't feel like staying away from protests because of such fears. On the first day of mass protests, two girls dressed in Karin traditional dress were seen marching on the front lines. And prior to security forces' violent crackdowns, Women supplied knitted red handkerchiefs to protesters. The theme for Myanmar's International Women's Day on March 8th was let us all challenge the military dictatorship. Protesters marched along the road waving flags made of women's sarongs. <laughs> which they had previously used along with women's undergarments and hygienic pads to ward off security forces. A traditional, though misogynistic, belief posits that if a man comes into contact with or passes below clothing or products used below a woman's waist, they will lose their male power, called bone. While the belief is outdated, particularly among the younger generation, it is still held among many in the conservative Tatmadaw. During this spring revolution, male protesters have also worn women's sarongs. We are fighting for democracy. We believe that democracy is the only way to respect equality and human rights. Democracy can never flourish under the military dictatorship. More than 1,700 people have now been arrested following the February 1st coup, according to the Assistance Association for Political Prisoners. More than 60 have been killed. Despite the death toll, female protesters like Ma Papa say they'll keep fighting for democracy. democracy. Every country deserves democracy. If you work hard for your freedom and your future, you will get back what you work for. Everyone deserves democracy. A country with a military dictatorship has never prospered. They will enslave and kill all the people. I strongly object to the military dictator being beaten and tortured. The military dictator should never be in any country, in any nation, not in one's own country. There is no need to fear that we will have to fight until we have a federal democratic system. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Doatan. You can listen to our podcast not only on Frontier Myanmar's website and Facebook page, but also on Doatan's Facebook, SoundCloud, or YouTube page. Or you can find it on iTunes. This project to support human rights reporting is a partnership between Frontier Myanmar and Foundation Hirondel, with support from the Embassy of the Netherlands in Myanmar and the Swiss Agency for Development Cooperation. 
Thanks for staying with us.